Hi everyone, welcome to HubShots episode 93. We talk about HubSpot calendar tips, sending weekly sales reports, and why you need to stop organic social activities. This is a podcast for marketing managers and sales professionals who are using HubSpot or are considering using HubSpot. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is my co-host Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Yes, I'm very well. Good evening to you. It is a fine evening, a rather cold one, but good nonetheless. Now, on to our inbound thought of the week, Craig. Adding emojis to social messages, now our lives are complete. Oh, HubSpot adding this feature to the social tool. It's just like, what else do we need, you know? I know. We can put emojis in there now. Oh, you could put emojis in um, email titles. Oh. That was that was groundbreaking. That was. And now you can do it in social, in the new social tool. Look, i got to say, I don't like emojis. I, we should put this in opinion of the week, but... <laughs> Half the time, it takes me more time reading a tweet that's got emojis or something to try and work out what they're saying than if they just put the words. Now, yes. on Twitter, I understand, you know, it's kind of your limited characters. But some on other channels, really? Like Instagram, perhaps? Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, I'm just like, ah. Oh. You said to me today, oh, we need an emoji decoder. Yes, <laughs> I would like an emoji decoder. Um, and if you want to read an old man complaint. That's me. From Craig. It's on his website. Yeah, grumpy old man. (laughs) Anyway, there's the inbound thought of the week. On to our marketing feature of the week, Craig. Now, this is using the calendar within HubSpot. And why we're talking about this is it's actually quite an integral part of actually seeing what's going on. Now, there are lots of things out there. People go, I'll do my own calendar in Excel or whatever. Really, if you're using HubSpot, it's all in there. It can show you the blogs, the emails, the recurring emails, the landing pages, the social messages that are all going out, and actually gives you a good reflection of what's actually taking place. Now, one of the things we want to just highlight is that you can generally have campaigns. So you basically select campaigns where you can see the messages. And some, this is a bit of a gotcha. Some some people on my team create messages and say, oh, look, I've scheduled them. Go to the calendar. I can't see them. Why are they not there? Because as a default, generally, there are campaigns actually selected. So what you have to go here is actually go... And actually make sure you actually edit the campaigns in the calendar and just say you want to clear all so you can actually see everything that's there. And then you'll get to see what campaigns, well, everything on a holistic basis so you can see what's going on. Very handy tool. It all is. Right. All right. On to our marketing tip of the week, Craig. And this is something I stumbled upon as I was using the new social tool was under settings, they have actually got code to add your social follow me profile. So it's a bit of code. You can basically choose which accounts you want to add, copy the code, stick it in the page or the footer of wherever you are. Not overly pretty, but I guess is the first step in modularization of. Yeah, that's right. And is this new? You showed me and you said, oh, is this new? I said, I haven't seen that before. Maybe it was there before. No, I haven't actually seen it You haven't seen it there. Yeah. And it was only because of the new social tool. I went digging around. Right. Okay. So it's definitely new then. All right. Good. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it is due. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me. Some of the time, you know, when you find something, you go, oh, look at this great new feature. Because I go, that was there for four years. You're like, what? Uh, but it's good to learn. So if we've missed it, or let's assume it's new, but if we've missed it, then someone else might have missed it too. Exactly. This, this could be the, the, the best thing they hear all day. All right. On to our HubSpot sales feature of the week, Craig. Now, this is about sending weekly sales reports from HubSpot. Now... This is not the prettiest thing. This is going to be a bit of a workaround. 
So one of the things we were going to do was actually, you know, we were talking about in previous episodes about creating views in the CRM so that people in sales could actually see leads that have actually not been actioned this week, mm. not being contacted, or people, I've got a view that I created for someone where people have visited the site multiple times, so making them a far greater prospect in terms of having to get back. So you can actually, from your dashboard within sales, create a recurring email. And what you actually have to need to do before that is once you've got the right view, copy the URL, keep a note of it, go and create a recurring email from the dashboard that will get sent out. Now, this will take everything that's on that dashboard. So make sure you arrange the dashboard or delete things that are not useful. And in the email, the body text basically click the link to actually say that here's the link to that uh, list of contacts that you know haven't been actioned for this week example it's not very pretty as you know it'll take out all of the formatting and stuff but basically gives people an idea of here are all the views that they need to look at yeah and you know what this there was a bit of a uh, a requirement or a, a request here how do you get hubspot to send out a weekly email or a daily email just to, to some people alerting them to something you can't do it like I can't, couldn't work out. I was trying, oh, can I use a smart workflow? Can I do something clever? Some kind of recurring. Yeah, from the reporting. Yeah, or from anywhere. Yeah. But so this, yeah, this is one way that we can do it, just from the report. It works in sales or marketing. Just use that dashboard and set, yeah, uh, schedule a recurring email that sends out the dashboard and then just add your bit at the top. As yeah. you said, a bit of a workaround, but, you know, it works. It works, yes. So definitely encourage you to do that. If you're using CRM. All right, Craig, on to our opinion of the week. And this is a very long piece of content. The article's called The Human Fabric of the Facebook Pyramid, right? It's very in-depth and in detail. I spent a bit of time trying to go through it. So I'm going to leave you to talk about it. Okay. This is what amazing content looks like. You know when people do a write-up of a company? Yes. And they give you these insights in, in air quotes, and it's kind of like a few opinions and they just didn't really. Here's an example of how to analyse a company. And what they've done is they've looked at Facebook. Why are we including this in the, in the show? I think this is fascinating for reminding ourselves that life is complex. Businesses are complex. Social networks are complex. And Facebook is incredibly complex. And we've put one, one example of like a, a diagram from this article Yep. about all the tentacles of Facebook, really. So you've got Mark Zuckerberg at the at the centre, yeah, out with all his board members and directors and all of that, and then all their political affiliations and all their company yeah, affiliations. university affiliations and communities and, like, all of these things that they connect. Like, it's incredibly complex. And why I love this is because it's so easy to fall in this trap, you know, as armchair critics are going, ah, oh, Facebook, I could have done that. Or, you know, oh, Twitter, why don't they just do what Facebook, you know, those that that kind of um what do you call it ignorance parading as opinion that yes. kind of thing these articles are a great reminder to us that the, it's it's not simple it's complex and so then when we look at a beast like facebook and you know as a marketing avenue there's no, it's complex it needs work it needs insight to understand it as it does to use the tools on its platform so it is a long article, but I, I very it much is. recommend it. And we put one of the graphs there, and I think what really stood out to me is the amount of data that they got to create all of this. I'd like love it's to just know phenomenal. how long it took them to prepare this. This is journalism done right. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. And just even the imagery and the style and everything that they used really flowed really nicely. 
in the way they actually laid it all out. So I'd encourage you to look at it. It's not a simple world we live in. <laughs> all right, Craig, on to our creative top 10 of the week. You know, we haven't had this for a few weeks. I know, and you threw out the challenge. And so this, this week, my challenge to you, and a reminder to if, if you're a new listener, we on and off do these creative challenges because we're trying to flex our creative muscles. So one week, Ian will challenge me, and then this week I'm challenging Ian. And my challenge is to come up for 10 ways to increase exposure for a coffee shop or actually it's an espresso bar. So it's, yeah, yeah, quite a small coffee shop, bit of food, good coffee. Take it away. All right. Number one, Craig, have a bean hunter listing with some reviews and pictures. I think this is very interesting. Yep. Good one. And very, very important. So the point there is you've found a specific directory related to coffee shops yep. listings. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, and I only found that because I actually searched for stuff and all of the listings that came up in the top results were Bean Hunter results. The next one, have a Yelp listing and some reviews and pictures. Now, why I say this is because people, a lot of people use the Yelp app and so wherever they are, it just gives you another avenue to get to people. And there's a bunch, aren't they, like TripAdvisor there and is. True Local and all of those. Exactly. Yeah. So all of that would fall into this. I would reach out to local food and coffee bloggers to visit and do a review. So lots of, you know, mums and so on that love visiting coffee shops who would happily do a review. Is there such thing as a coffee blogger? There must be. There would be, yes. Yeah, absolutely. coffee blogger. Great job. Next one, reach out to Facebook and Instagram foodies and coffee lovers to visit. So I follow this girl on Instagram and she loves brunches, right? And I often see pictures of her having brunch and holding coffee and she's built a pretty amazing following. So I was thinking when I thought about that, I thought she'd, she'd be the kind of person you'd want to have. Great idea. Use Facebook and Instagram to showcase specials and what's coming on your menu. So if you're doing coffee plus something else, we really use that. Uh, some people even showcase their latte art on, uh, on these um, platforms. So it's a great way to get to people. Use Facebook ads along with Instagram to reach people in your surrounding area. So some people might not be aware that you're there because you maybe you recently took over the coffee shop and people go, oh, I didn't really like that guy down the road. But, you know, now it's a whole different place and it's maybe a good way to reach people that haven't, haven't come back to you. Yeah, excellent idea. Ensure your Google My Business listing is up to date with reviews, photos and correct opening times. This, and th- this will reflect on Google Maps as well. So this is really key. Why I tell you this is lots of people, especially in business, can start early, finish late. And sometimes they just want to go, can I get a coffee on the way to work? And if, the, if you make it fine to hard your, make it fine hard to find your details, especially open times, the chance of getting that business has gone out the window. Take it, I'll give you an example. I had someone who had a Facebook page for their coffee shop. And I remember I was starting a meeting really early and I thought, oh, I wonder if I can get a coffee. I searched high and low on Facebook, could not find a thing to the point where I had to message them to find out what time they were open. Very frustrating. All right. Ensure you have an Apple Maps listing that is complete and verified. So again, people will search on their phone or they'll ask Siri, you know, show me the nearest coffee shop. It's going to use Apple Maps. So make sure your listing on there is actually current and up to date. And there is a special way you would do that to actually go and update and verify it through Apple. We should put a link for that. We've covered that in a previous episode. I remember when we were comparing the two different mappings, Google and Apple. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Number nine, build a database of people around your coffee shop 
and email market to them to bring them in slow periods of the day. So there are certain periods of the day when you're slow. It's a good way to actually get to people. Even just, you know, even email marketing, maybe run a Facebook ad for that hour to get people in. You know, that's a really good idea, because especially if it's local. I'm just, totally. off, I'm just off the cuff. I'm thinking if I was sitting in a, you know, three o'clock, I get an email that says, oh, half price espresso for the next 30 minutes. You'll be there. <laughs> And finally, number 10, get a 360 degree virtual Google tour of the interior and exterior of your coffee shop using Street View technology. So there are Google verified photographers that can actually do this for you, which we've used the number of businesses that we look after. And it's been a, they've had a great experience and they love it because that appears on the local listing and on maps as you're doing Street View stuff. Excellent top 10. Thanks, Ian. Okay, Craig, now our resource of the week. This is... um, from Avadash Kaushik, and it's about stop organic social. I love Avadash is such um, like because I do a lot of AdWords stuff, and so do you. He's a real kind of thought leader. He's a bit of a god in yeah. the whole analytics space. Yeah. Exactly, but and this is really interesting because he's he's talking about social and organic reach of social and what people need to do. Do you want to give us a rundown? Yeah, so it's a long post. I'll give you the highlights. I think it's fair to say that Avinash is a data-driven person. <laughs> he is not. Um, he's not someone that does things without data to back them up. Exactly. That, that's probably him in a nutshell. Yeah, and I think that's why he's very well respected mm. in the industry. He, he's kind of written the book on analytics exactly. a couple of times, actually. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, um, must have. Well, if you're in the analytics space, which you and I are, <laughs> maybe not all our listeners are. But anyway, he's looking at, well, organic social. And as we kind of all know, organic reach is really low. Dying. And dying, right? So it's pay to play. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But he's saying, well, all these brands, they're still trying really hard for organic social. And his kind of point is, look, give up. Just forget it, right? Put your time and effort into other avenues. And one of them is paid social. Make sure your paid social strategy is really strong. Put all that time in there. And it's kind of good to hear that, you know. I actually still think you should test because he cherry picks examples, in my opinion. He cherry picks a little. He takes a few brands and shows that their posts, you know, they've got millions of followers and they've got like, 40 likes on a, you know, so that the ratios aren't there. Uh, look at your own stats and then, yeah, look at paid social. And you know which one, uh, paid social one he recommends number one? Facebook. Yeah, have we mentioned that before? <laughs> Facebook. Should give that a go sometime. Anyway, but then the, the second part is he talks about, well, okay, organic reach is terrible now, but paid social has the benefit that it can actually highlight the intent and you're looking at goals and the intent of the piece of content. Then his point is, which is a really interesting way that he finishes his article, he says, there's hope yet for organic because if we have artificial intelligence or machine learning actually doing our organic social, we might get better reach. Because in a way, the reason Facebook's paid social works so well is because Facebook uses machine learning to get your content in in front of the right people at the right time. You pay for that. But what's if you had your own algorithms that could do that with your organic stuff? So interesting concept. Uh, so, yeah, well worth a read. So, yeah, I think, like you said, what we can get from this is people would put more effort because they know they've got to pay for something rather than just randomly post stuff to get a better result. So I'd definitely look at what you guys... I'd look at what you're doing now and see whether you can make it better and think about its paid reach 
as opposed to organic. And you know what? You know how some people have said, oh, we should charge for emails that we receive? That'll stop all the spam. In some ways, you know how we just spam, not we, but how marketers in general kind of just spam sites like uh, LinkedIn groups was one we were just chatting about. You know, they just spam it because they can get. But if you actually have to pay to do that, you think a bit more carefully about it. So almost moving to a paid strategy in some ways makes the experience better for everyone. It cuts yep. down just on that blast and, and spam. Here's a bonus tip of the week. Mm. You used to be able to actually publish to LinkedIn groups from the HubSpot social tool. And actually that's finished if you're using the new HubSpot social tool. Yeah. Because LinkedIn is not allowing they're make, um, they're gonna make publishing it. to groups through that. They're going to make you pay for it. Yeah. Well, I guess that's right. So there's where I'd use an emoji, you know, the crying eyes emoji. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had great success with groups in LinkedIn. But anyway. All right. On to uh, shot eight, Craig, which is the buzzword update of the week. Tell me more about marketing. What does marketing automation mean in 2017? Yeah. So I, I think we all know what the term marketing automation and this is a post on the, the HubSpot blog by uh, Courtney Sembler. Hi, Courtney. Uh, and she's basically saying, well, you know, in 2017, it's, okay, we know this idea of automation, workflows, that kind of stuff. It's bigger than just marketing. In fact, marketing automation covers sales activities as well. So there's things like, well, creating deals or adding tasks or internal notifications and all those kind of things. So just really the context for marketing automation is getting broader. That is very good. Now, I do want to highlight, I just went to Courtney's Twitter profile and there is a HubSpot masterclass from the Academy featuring Charles Duhigg. Oh. So there you go. And it's all about Charles Duhigg on the secret power of smart goals. Oh, wow. There you go. One of the, one of the highlights of Inbound 2016, Charles Duhigg. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Craig, on to our final quote of the week. Science may never come up with a better office communication system than the coffee break. And this is by Earl Wilson. I thought it tied in really well with the coffee that we were having earlier. Thank you, Earl. Is is that a real person? Yes, it is a real person. You can go search on Google for Earl Wilson. Excellent. Thanks, Earl. All right. And there are a few bonus links of the week, which you can have a look at. Enlargen your knowledge. Enlargen? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's like Enbiggen. Folks, it is getting late. It is getting late. Getting very late. Anyway. Apologies for the... You need a coffee. I need a coffee. Well, folks, until next time, we'd love you to leave What would be funny is I'm going to... What, what's if enlargen is an actual word? Then won't I be the fool? Let's just look at this. While Craig's looking up... It's and, actually a real word. Uh, while Craig... Okay, there you go. Well, there you go, folks. On that bright and happy note, we'd love you to leave a review on iTunes. We'd love you to subscribe. We'd love you to join our Facebook group and our WhatsApp group. So you can do that all through our website. And until we speak next time, Craig, see you later. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of HubShots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.